What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. What's going on, guys? We're live. It's another wonderful week, which means it's another endless, endless supply of news. Because that's exactly what the hell's been going on. Tommy looks to be so writing into something huge, but that's okay. We will, I'm sure we will get to it. You guys know what this is. This is Suncoast on Point, the only political station. That does it right and does it right the first time. You know me is that D O double G, but you can call me Johnny Christ. You see, with me as always is Tommy D. Well, hello, John. <laughs> hello, Johnny. How are you doing today? Oh well, we uh, we will see. Me, I am but a simple-minded individual who knows a whole lot about a whole lot. And uh, well, you Tommy, can't... for those of you who don't know, is a retired law enforcement Florida Highway Patrol here. So also did the sheriff's office and sheriff's office. So we stick to the points. We stick to what is legit because there's a lot of nonsense going on here. So we're going to go ahead and kick off the show the only way that we really, really and truly know how. And that's by starting up some good old fashioned controversy. Somebody tell me. Are pedophiles born that way? Well, some may argue that it most definitely is. As a matter of fact, there is a med student in Germany Name Miriam Hines. Well, she decided it was absolutely necessary for her to not only write this paper, but she performed it in front of 500 of her classmates. And she makes a very interesting point. Well, what point does she make, you may ask? Well, let's listen. According to current research, pedophilia is an unchangeable sexual orientation, just like, for example, heterosexuality. No one chooses to be a pedophile. No one can cease being one. The difference between pedophilia and other sexual orientations is that living out this sexual orientation will end in a disaster. And most of us feel discomfort when we think about pedophiles. But just like pedophiles, we are not responsible for our feelings. Why does she sound like a James Bond villain? <laughs> well, she's definitely German. Well, absolutely. We do not choose them. But we are responsible for our actions. 
And we must make a decision. It is an our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles. Thank you, Mr. Ball. And Ball. to treat them with the same respect we treat other people with. Huh? We should accept that pedophiles are people who have not chosen their sexuality and who, unlike most of us, will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, that's a very interesting uh, piece of art. It raises a lot of questions. Uh, shout out to Kevin watching us on Facebook. Yes. He you, said, uh, thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. Um, that's a tricky one because what this lady is basically trying to insinuate is that pedophiles are born this way. Hmm. I mean, I mean, that's just a weird, weird stance to have on it because who on earth would be like, hey, you know what? I want to like kids. Like, I wouldn't want that. Especially I mean, small children. Yeah, like, that's a weird one because you really just, like, oh, who would choose to live that type of life of being ostracized? We have our first caller. Caller, you were live on Suncoast on Point. Hey, this is Kevin. I just uh, couldn't hold back. I was going to, uh, like I said, stand by and listen to some of the stuff, but that first opening comment, you couldn't have, man, you couldn't have come across with a more controversial uh, recording. Honestly, in my, in my opinion, man. Absolutely. Oh, we agree. But no, good now. Awesome job on pulling out that, man, because uh, I, I don't know what, you know, everyone has their own thoughts, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, about why things happen, how, and all that crap. And uh, I, the truth is that I don't think I'm right, you are, or anyone else. I, I, I really, my beliefs are that we, you know, every, everything's built from culture. Sure. Everything's built from your uh, background, where you've been, what you've been through, and all that. But Ooh, that's a great call. But, but also at the same breath, man, there's uh, there's no excuse, dude, for the for for what that lady said. No, I'm sorry. No I agree. <laughs> you are 100 percent correct. You leave you leave our goddamn kids alone. Oh, absolutely. That I mean, period. I, I think even when you go into the uh, you know, correctional system and the sure. institutions, right? You will have prisoners who beat the shit out of other prisoners or kill them in jail, or maybe correctional officers, you know, have been known uh, to beat other people in the same prison where there's murderers and uh, violent drug offenders and, you know, the violent ones, not the marijuana smokers, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, that, you know, that's what I'm getting at is that the ped I don't, I think the question you, you guys posed was awesome. Like, you know, are pedophiles born that way? Uh, just like our, you know, uh, homosexuals born that way are, I, I don't think any of us are ever going to come to a solid answer on that. I don't think science can prove it. Sure. I don't think, uh, it's just my belief. I, uh, yeah, we could spend all <laughs> right. lives trying to figure that shit out. Absolutely. Man. I'm I mean, just trying to keep it real. and I appreciate just, that, man. Just, just yes. for a little, you know, people think, oh, I ran for city office in North Port, Florida, and you know, I think of me of a politician and some dude. I, I get it because I, I think of people the same way like that. A lot of them. Oh, completely. Uh, but on the point of this, I, I'm not that. Uh, I'm going on to business, and I do things from the background of influence of government how I can. But when it comes sure. to the, man, your question of uh, pedophilia, I, <laughs> are you born that way? No. I, I, straight out, no. 
I don't believe you are unless you're built with some chemical imbalance that affects anxiety and depression and other things or, or that leads you or that maybe you were born without a father figure or maybe you were touched by this person. You, you, you know, I understand what I'm getting at, right? Absolutely. You know, yes, sir. It's a show we don't want to run on, but there's too <laughs> much complex shit to deal with that. But pedophilia, and I'll give an example, okay? Timothy Rice is a guy that uh, has been in the news lately. Mm-hmm. He was arrested in, I, I, I believe, Texas uh, recently, and he was caught in an Inglewood, Florida public pool trying to lure kids ah, okay, to him and, and on video. Now, Ugh. I don't know if he's a pedophile, but uh, you know, certain signs you know, are, are not coincidences. They point well, to, right? Yeah, there's smoke, there's fire. Well, most absolutely. Uh, most studies that I've heard, so read, and looked at. On, you know, I'll let you guys inter- interject too. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I ain't here to steal your show. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, man, you're, you're perfectly back. fine. Thank you so much for the call, sir. I appreciate it, man. Great right. points. Great I'll, points. I'll, I'll follow along, but I appreciate it. That's my answer, man. I, that, yes, sir. No, I can't be born that way. You're formed that way. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank well, you all right, bye. <laughs> most studies that I've seen. I think me and John actually talked about this before. You know, most most children don't do sexuality until. Preteens, well, sure. 11, 12, 13, 14 is mainly where you start doing sexuality. Right. You do not see six-year-olds. Of course, now times have changed a little bit, but most six-year-olds mm. do not worry about sexuality. They worry about playing with other kids, and they don't look at sexuality at all. Bam. What a great <laughs> point, which will segue into this point. If pedophiles, and we will take this ridiculous journey for the sake of argument, if pedophiles are born this way and they can't, you know, function like a normal person as per the video because it would cause them, you know, to be ostracized and it would cause them to be proverbially outcasted and things like that. Aside, probably, from, aside from the fact that who would actually... Probably, probably dead because, you know, somebody's well, going to sure. touch somebody's child and that's going to be the end of it and they'll go to jail for it. What happens <laughs> to these pedophiles who are born this way? And they don't want to act like society. And more importantly, simply is this. What an appropriate time to release such a video. And we are in the mix of Pride Month. Yes. Now, what does that have to do with anything? Very, 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 very simple. What is Pride Month? Pride Month is the celebration of homosexuality, bisexuality, asexuality, non-sexuality. It is basically, in its roundabout phrase... Now, I'm not classifying them all together, but I do oppose this question. If Pride Month is circled around the premise that I can feel how I want and I can like who I want and you can't judge me, you're wrong for judging me because I'm allowed to love who I love, should pedophiles be considered to be part of Pride Month? And that, that is a very questionable statement. It is, it's a very it, controversial statement. It is. It is. Because personally, as a father, you are a father as well. A lot of our listeners are fathers. Anybody touches... And mothers. And mothers. (laughs) I apologize. Um, If anybody touches my kid, they're dead. They're dead. My next call to you will be, Tommy, I need bail money. No, your next call to me will be, Tommy, I need a good lawyer because I just killed this idiot. (laughs) Exactly. But... At what point in time does the line get drawn? Now, here at Suncoast on Point, 
you love who you want to love. Okay, that's fine. If you're a girl and you want to love another girl, have at it. If you're a guy and you want to love another guy, more power to you. If you yeah. identify as a trans-Siberian icy bear who's from African America, that's fine. We don't care. But these are real questions, and these are real things that demand people to openly come out and talk about this and try to come up with some sort of saying like, oh, because we can denounce pedophiles all day. Now there have been like, I think, I think it was like one or maybe 2% of people who have been registered as sexual offenders and they fell outside of the law of like the Romeo and Juliet clause. Yes. You know, where you have a 19 or a 20, a 20 year old and their girlfriend is 16 or 15. Let's explain Romeo and Juliet real quick. Please. In, in, In Florida, There's a law called Romeo and Juliet, and the Romeo and Juliet statute, the way it's wrote, is that a 16-year-old can have a relationship with anybody up to the age of, and they say it's six years, which will be 24. Some people say it's 23. Some people say it's 24. The premise of the law, the the reason the law was written was, is that we'll use high school as a good example. Um, You've got a 10th grader who falls in love with the high school senior. Happens all the time. Realize they're two years apart. Sure. Um, the high school senior, they're dating, and all of a sudden, he graduates high school. She's in 11th grade. They continue to date. Well, now he is 19 years old. And she is, let's say, 16. They met at 15. He was 17. So now he's 19. She's 16. So to keep somebody from being charged with statutory rape or anything along those lines, the law was written for Romeo and Juliet. Right. And that's the reason why that law exists. Uh, Brian Rubright, <laughs> um, who is watching us, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, up-and-coming lawyer, so I really look forward to seeing his progress in the great city of Tampa. If they are born that way, then can they be punished for their behavior? Question mark. Do they deserve protection like homosexuals are? Hmm. That is a wonderful, again, a wonderful follow-up. But then you get, like, other cases, like the gentleman in Missouri um, who has been prosecuted and he was arrested for molesting a child. He he, he molested an an 11-year-old. But then all the facts come out. You find out that the 22-year-old found this 11-year-old on an adult dating app. So all of the things of kidnapping kind of gets, you know, kind of uh, say, all right, but here's the teaser of it, though. After they after they um, they did um, they did like the medical procedure for the 11 year old, you know, which is absolutely horrible. They found traces of semen and she tested positive for chlamydia. Now, personally. I don't really think you can charge him, but he did get charged. He's on five years probation, and he has to register as a sex offender. I wouldn't necessarily hit him with that because because he met her on a dating website, so he used the proverbial catfish clause because it states there you must be 18 to use this app. You can't stop everybody from it. But what you can hit him with is, one... If it finds out that the chlamydia came from him, that's a charge. Right. 
And more importantly, if it isn't, then that proves she's done it before. Yeah, but here's the thing about it. Okay, let, let, let's, let's put a little bit of common sense into this play. Ah, common sense. Well, let's put a little bit of common sense <laughs> into this play. So she's, so she's catfished him. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when you get to her and find out she's 11, and I'm sorry, you can look at an 11-year-old girl and tell she's young. You can't say that because if you've been to the Gator Club on a Friday night, there are girls who, when they're dolled up, I know, I know, you've got a shit day idea. I, I, I know, but I'm just saying, I would. I, I'm just saying, you know, you, if if she told you she was 22 or 23 years old, and you're looking at a very very young girl, right? You know, the first bell in your head should go off and go, oh, hold on, something don't look quite right here. Sure, I mean, you know. And, you know, then you start asking for questions like, you know, hey, are you actually the, the, that, that age? The little town I grew up in, the town I worked in, there was a, there was a boy there. Uh, I, I knew this, this, I'll say kid because he could call him that. I knew this kid for years. Sure. And legitimately, he was 16 years old. I knew he was 16 years old because I've known him that long. He looked like he was 12. Right. Now, there are people out there that, that, that are that way. They look extremely young, and they'll look extremely young even when they're older. But, you know, in the sexual connotation, if you were to look at this this person, you know, if your bells aren't ringing, hey, you know, I want to see some ID. I want to see something that says that you're the age that you're telling me you are, not because I don't believe you, but because, hey, you just look so young. Well, <laughs> well, that and Mike on Facebook had uh, mentioned something about like uh, that the foreign lands and stuff like that, you know, where it's still acceptable. You see now in the early and thir- uh, in, in the early late like, 1920s and 1930s, it was very common to see a woman of that age around 11, 12, 13, 14 with a much older man. They did a TV show about it umpteen years later in Little House <laughs> on the Prairie. That had that very colonial style where they and, weren't worried about the and age that, so much. See, that was an accepted norm at the time. Of course. And the next thing about it is, if you want to get into it, um, it was not unknown in Victorian England for a 40-year-old man or a man your age or my age to have a girl. Well, you kiss my ass because I ain't to 40. Have, <laughs> to, have, to have a child that sure. was, you know, we say would say a child now, but right. to have a young woman that was 15. It well, was not unheard of. They were actually married at those times. And there was also some consent things. I mean, you can sure. still get married under the age of 16 as long as the parents consent. Well, and... Even in uh, this state here. And we will, um, <laughs> and we will part on this topic with something that we will address later on in the show, and it is, you always notice how girls are the victim of pedophiles and stuff like that. You don't hear too, too many. You hear maybe less than 2% of boys, and they're 14 and 15, and they're coming on to an older girl who's in their 20s, and they kind of, and they're able to seal the deal, and this girl's 26, 27, 28. Right. But everybody keeps it hush-hush. So that's definitely something that we will have to address because that is a very, very, very real thing. Oh, that happens all the time. Absolutely. And that kind of goes in more with a little bit later on. So then that we move on to – imagine this. There's all sorts of trouble at the border. <laughs> um, it, it has really become a topic um, in the last couple of days – on top of all the pedophile stuff that's been going around, is how absolutely ridiculous 
ridiculous that these uh, detention camps or these holding centers, I refuse to use the word concentration camp because, well, we're not talking about the Holocaust here, AOC. Um, and regardless of what your urban dictionary says a concentration camp is or what dictionary.com is, uh, screw you. All right. Um, but they're now coming out saying that these places are extremely unsanitary. That um, and there has been, and there has been all sorts of things talking about. You know how the president is is really asking if um, if these detention centers or these um, holding temporary holding holding housing units have to provide soap and towels and things like that. Um, when we get into those, when we get into this, now this is the one thing that whether you like Donald Trump or not. This is something that's been going okay. on. Whether you whether you agree years. with him or not, whatever your political views are on this, you got to take them and put these aside a moment. Sure. This has been happening for years. It happened during and the not George, the world, uh, the George W. Bush administration. We're it not happened, condoning this, and we're not saying that yeah. two wrongs make a right. It happen, here. happened during the Barack Obama administration. It happened during Clinton. It's happened, but now it's happening. Now you've got a massive flood of people coming across the border. Mm-hmm. They are catching, and when I say catching, I mean they they've got people that's actually walking up to the border agent saying, "Here I am, arrest me." I mean, they're not even trying to run. They're legitimately walking up to them, throwing their hands up sure. and say, here I am. Well, um, and the part that nobody is catching is everybody was up in arms when Donald Trump, 24 hours after his – or correction, the day of his Orlando speech, it said he is doing a mass deportation. Okay, well, that's partially true. But what nobody what – what the news media is not telling you is that the emergency deportation – is for people who are on the run who did not return for their scheduled court date. Yeah, we'll get which that to I look at it as that's a that's a big spit in the face because yeah. it's like okay, we're not going to deport you. You just got to come back here, and we can figure this out. And your court hearing may be three years away. Yeah, and uh, these are people who have who but, have completely just said screw you, screw your damn court case. And I'm going to continue living. But as I told you, I mean, we had this discussion before. Yeah. Um, I read a report, and the amount of people that return to co- to their court date after a court hearing is set, 10%. Oh, yeah. 10%. So it means 90% of the people that they're giving court dates to never return to even have the hearing. The average wait time was something like three years. Yeah, that now that's definitely something that needs to be addressed by and, some damn administration. I well, don't give a shit who it is. They had a bill come down, and they, they were passing the bill, and the bill was supposed to get provide for more funding. And that's one of the things that that's happening. Homeland Security, who's running part of that uh, in immigration, they, they're legitimately saying, we don't have the space. They've got their detention facilities are allowed to hold something like 16,000 people. Um they're telling they're saying that they are catching as many as five to six thousand a day. So now you tell me where you put five thousand people that you caught yesterday into a facility that's only designed to hold sixteen that oh by the way is already full because the day before we caught another five thousand, the day before that we caught another five thousand, and we can't get them processed through the system fast enough well, to mean, even get them out the door. Okay, and and it's like, yeah, you could lean on that type of an argument. I mean, it's certainly not one that I would lean on. But it's a very good point that you can only hold so much. But the bigger question is that I don't think anybody else is asking is the fact that 
why is everybody instantly blaming the current president? Which I'm sorry, but uh, Trump's a face. Trump is a damn face, and if you don't know any better, then you're an idiot. Okay, if people were really that concerned with what's going on on at the border, people like AOC, people like freaking Cory Booker, idiots like Kamala Harris and Maxine Waters and all of those other dumb shits, why don't you all sit down and come up with a bill to release some money to update them and make well, them bigger? You can stop a wall from being built, but you can't put money into a system that was put in place years beforehand come well, that, on that, that was i mean there was a big backlash about them taking some of the former military bases that they had closed and opening some of those up for extra detention spaces listen if we've got a building somewhere that you can house people in that's got running order and air conditioning and a place to house them sure i mean what's the issue i mean if we had a natural disaster if a hurricane came through and hit florida and the schools, you know, they close the schools and open the schools up as emergency shelters. Right. And, you know, I've, I've seen this done, and so have you. I mean, you know, they've opened up schools for emergency shelters, you know, 100 miles or 150 miles away from the hurricane so people sure. had a place to stay. What's the difference with doing that than doing it with, you know, illegals coming over where you've got to have somewhere to house these people, putting them in some kind of building somewhere and supplying money for that? to be able to do that. Make no mistake about it. There is not a Republican on the planet who has sat there and said, we don't want immigrants. Nobody has ever said, you know, keep your asses where the hell you're at. Nobody has ever said that. You can't find it. You can't show it to me because it doesn't exist. They've all said the same thing and they've all been very consistent with that. And that is we're okay with immigrants coming in. We just want it done the right way. I didn't have a problem with the DACA program. Mm -hmm. I did have a problem with, like, when you do something like that, I personally think that you need to ensure the best possible outcome when you extend out the olive branch like that. So what they should have done is taken the DACA recipients and put them on, like, a modified version of, like, a scholarship. Say, hey, we're going to let you over here. Here's your temporary green card. Well, do what you do. Here's the provision. Doc, DACA's already here. I mean, you know, it, well, yeah. it, it's kids that were brought over or that were, you know, brought over and have been in the country. Okay. Right. But and, why I, not sit there and say, you got to get a job. You got to do X, Y, Z. You got to help out in the community. <laughs> Shit. Make them freaking do umpteen hours of community service. Shit. If I'm in an Ivy League school, if I'm in any college across this great land, I have to do community service in order to graduate. Some, 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 no difference. I mean, there, there, there's, there's programs out there. I mean, because like, I didn't have a problem with the docket. My problem kind of came more with the way it was done, not the, not the premise behind it. Well, sure. I mean, it was kind of forced. And, and just like any other president, it didn't matter if it was Obama coming in. You know, Obama inherited um, uh, Bush's problems. Right. Trump inherited Obama's problems. Every, yeah, whatever president yeah. comes in, everybody, you know, George W. Bush, whether you liked him or not, I, I, George W. Bush talked about the federal government one time, and he said it's like turning a supercarrier. He says you can do everything you want to in the first six months. Eight years later is when you finally start turning the carrier. But had freaking all the presidential people, candidates people started playing that. ball. People well, forget that. You know, well, of course, because <laughs> – well, I mean, because that every, everybody will – they'll rock the boat, but they won't really rock the boat because they saw what happened to JFK. So they're like, uh, you know what? We're going to poke and prod at it, and we'll make 
hint that we know something, but we're going to kind of uh, leave it alone and stuff like that. But it's of course AOC got herself in a big controversy. With, that's because AOC with the is a, camp. Well, you know they they actually she's offered, a questionable person. Well, they offered her a trip to Germany. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, the Holocaust Museum. There's, there's, it's not the Holocaust Museum. There's another organization. They actually offered her a trip to Germany to walk her through a concentration sure. camp with a with a survivor of the concentration camp. The guy's like, I think it was, I think it was a, a guy. I, I may be wrong, but right. it was it was a survivor. Well, and they were like 93, and they were willing to walk them through and show them the camps and talk about the camps. And she immediately turned it down as a stunt. Well, and my question is, is that okay? I get. I even, mean, even I if see you your think, point. Even if you think it's a stunt, right? You know, and this is the, and this organization that actually offered the trip has done this for Republicans and Democrats, sure. And it's got a history of doing this. So, I mean, you know, it'd be easy to look this organization up, but I don't remember the organization's name off the top. I'm going to but, play devil's advocate. But with. you know, you got an opportunity to go do this. Why not take the cha- trip? I mean. Well, Especially with and, somebody that could tell you what was going on, that, was, that lived it. And this will be the nicest thing that I ever say, but just to prove our points that we are fair across the board, um, <laughs> her message isn't wrong. And that's where I think a lot of people get things messed up. At. Her verbiage is terrible. Her verbiage is quite possibly the most atrocious thing I've the ever heard. The way she says things, maybe, maybe yeah, her, her verbiage maybe is her egregious. Ideas, maybe her ideas aren't totally off base, but the way she says it just makes you immediately Oh, yeah. Back. It was, um, it's just, it's like, it's, it's really, really bad when you have somebody, you know, like AOC, so fresh, so face, um, and she had such a big, um, you know, like a big boom right off the rip, you know, with people like her and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and well, AOC, AOC's claim and Pocahontas, AOC's claim to fame was the fact of what she, the way she won her election. That that's what made her the new fresh face. I mean, she knocked sure. off a, I think it was a, a six or nine term Democratic congressman that had been in that district for years. He was number three in the party. Da, 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 da. I mean, that, I that's, don't, where, that's I, where her big push come. That's why everybody's all of a sudden started focusing in on her. Her Green New Deal is so extreme that people of her own party won't back it. And that leads us to believe it a handful of things. It, you, you, you of course. Her, her ideas. Or, you can't cancel out airplanes. Come on, stop it! Because well, you when you have aircraft, you can't you can't cancel out automobiles. You can't when you have the congresswoman of Hawaii saying, "Wait a minute, that's not going to work out too well." Yeah, you can't you can't cancel out aircraft. You can't cancel out planes. Um, you can't change the whole power grid system in in such a short time because of all the money involved in it. Now, I don't know where she went to school at, Stacy, but that's a great question. Um, but I mean, I'm sure we can find out. Yeah, but I mean, you know. You have to do this stuff, and it takes time to do some of this stuff. Now it does. Now you know. Can we get better fuel efficient cars? Sure. Why don't we work on that? Why don't we work on, uh, you know, Tesla? Everybody else is coming on new electric cars. God bless Ford, Elon Musk. Ford, uh, Honda, all of them are coming out with better cars. So I mean, you know, there, there's ways to do this stuff. Can we do power generation better? I'm sure we can. Now, what are you going to do with the poor people in, in that do coal fire that do coal for coal fire plants? I mean, you right. got to find a job for them. Do we do something with them? Because I mean, you know, you would destroy well, their way of life the way they're trying. Of to course, do but you have to be able to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. We all understand that 
the planet is in jeopardy. We also know that even if we were to stop everything, there'd be no way to reverse it. We know that people abuse the shit out of our atmosphere and they abuse the shit out of the oceans. We get that. Just don't be a dick. Well, the, okay, pick up after yourself. Okay, How about well, that? Well, the, the plastic stuff in the oceans. Yeah, okay, you know, that that's all man-made, and we all agree to that. You know, there's no problem with that. Um, do I think that, that people have totally ruined the planet? No, because I hate to say that, but humanity, quote-unquote, according to geologists, to geologists and people sure. that really study time, right, right. we haven't been here very long well, not at all. I mean, you know, they're saying that man's only been here something like, I forget how many years they've said that man has been in existence, but it's a very, very short time compared to normal events. And they said that the Earth has cycled like this before. There has oh, been a heating, and there has been a cooling, and there has been ice ages, and there had, you know, they so. And all of you all can kiss my ass. Last, last winter was awesome. God, it was cold. It was great. We had so many cold days. Well, we're great. paying for it now because May, oh, May and June have downright been. Hey, let's go. I am sweating worse than a hooker in church. <laughs> it is bad. It is bad. But um, I definitely do. I really, really, and surely hope that people in Congress and people in the Senate they they get their shit together, and they either a come up with a good universal premise that can. You know, that can sit there and can benefit everybody. But don't sit there and go and take the social media. Talk about kids are being separated from their families. Well, quit sending your damn kids. Obama said that back in freaking 09. Do not send your children to the border. Because if you do, you're going to be sent. I read a thing that he had done an interview in 2014 that said, do not send your kids to the border. Yeah. You can't use kids as a scapegoat and a guideline to where people are like, wait a minute. And there are people making – That's so wrong. They're making money on this, what they call the coyotes. You know, they're actually bringing the kids in. They're supplying – some of them are even – Coyotes. Some of them are even supplying the children. Has anybody ever seen Born in East L.A.? Okay, well, at the end, that's a real thing. Okay, that's a real-life thing where people are paying the coyotes to drive them to the border and go under this, and next thing you know, they're popping up in a sewage system in San Francisco, and they say, now, Levato, what's happening? They're, I don't know. They're, they're actually supplying, I mean, my understanding is from some of the reports I've read, they're actually supplying kids to them. Yeah. They're not even their children. They're just handing them a child and say, here, take this child with you. <laughs> and that's always something that I think is extremely telling. They need to figure out something. I don't I don't care. You know, I stay by my initial statement. I will never say I don't want immigrants not to come over. Why? Because that's stupid, okay? But if I can go grab 10 legal immigrants, those are the ones who are hooting and hollering the most. Those are the ones who are getting more pissed off than anybody. Why? Because they're standing back saying, hold on, damn it. I put in my time. I did things the right way. I wanted to come over here. I wanted to stay here that bad to where I did things the correct way. Why do these ham and eggers get to sit here and come in simply because that they want to? And well, that's a very trying statement. And you can't defend that well, because they're right. That's one of the questions that me and you had before. You know, you've got somebody that's immigrating over from Europe, saying that you know an Italian or somebody from Greece, and they have Latino Americans who've come over here and done it the right way. They, they're they're having well, I'm saying, but they're having this. They're going in line and they're doing the things the proper way, and they're waiting to get their stuff. Right. And you know, yeah, they've got. What about these people? They've got a legitimate complaint. 
<laughs> they really do because they put in their time. <laughs> Did somebody really make that? Yes. <laughs> I guess somebody put um, that the new definition of MAGA is Mexicans always get across. That's that's jacked up, man. <laughs> now, I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're wrong for that one. <laughs> I didn't do it. I just ran it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I get it. Trust me. If I could get away with a red hat that says making you look again, I would totally do it <laughs> because I would sell like hotcakes. Um, so we are at the top of the hour, and we'll get into some local stuff. Why? Because that the national stuff alone is about a 25-hour yeah, program sure, easily. Local. <laughs> Apparently, um, and you know more about this than I do, um, some guy – did something, his old lady did something, <laughs> and the media is blowing everything out of proportion because, well, um, Tommy, just kind of tell them what the hell's going on with people breaking into houses and stealing guns and then being praised for it and all that other shit. Okay, so if you haven't been watching the local news or the national news, because it actually this happened in Lakeland. Imagine uh, that, Lakeland, ugh. And I'm going, to, I'm going to read a few of the headlines for you. Florida woman jailed for turning in husband's guns after his arrest. Florida woman charged after giving husband's guns to police. She should have been. Uh, Take my guns and we're going to have issues, lady. Let's see. I'm trying to make some of that. A woman arrested for turning in husband's firearms to Lakeland police. Screw um, it. Florida woman arrested for turning in husband's guns after, make sure I get the, the quote correctly, after he tried to run over her. And these are actual headline quotes? These, these, or? Are, he these are headlines I'm actually reading off the internet. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me give you the real, let me give you the real. Can you cite any of where like, like came from, like uh, Fox uh, okay. News uh, or? A woman arrested jail for turning in husband's guns was USA Today. Uh <sighs> ABC News, Florida woman charged after giving husband's guns to police. Uh, the BBC, uh, Florida woman jailed for handing gun. Our shit's guns making international news? The oh, BBC's yes. picking it up, huh? Time Magazine, Florida woman arrested Time. after giving husband's guns to police. I should okay. be 2020's man of the year. What the hell? Okay, and that's just a few. Let me, let me give you the actual headline that should have been said. Florida woman arrested after breaking into estranged husband's apartment, searching searching his house, finding his firearms, and then turning in the guns the next day. All right. So, how did this all even transpire? That that's the real story. Well, here we go. What happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened is is that, and I am going to state this up front. I do not condone domestic violence. I never have. It is a tragedy. Don't be beating bitches, it, it all should, right? It, it ain't it, cool. It, it should not be allowed. I mean, you know, there's better it. ways to do it. If it's that bad of a situation, uh, walk out, get out, get away. Facts. I, I mean, there are, you know, it is 2019. There are resources out there to help anybody get away from a domestic violence situation. Man oh, I or agree. Fe man or woman. I agree. So, so the resources do exist. All right. It appears that these two were married, and let me make sure I get the... How get long the, were they married? Does the, that say? It does not say how long they were married. It does say that they were married, and okay. the people involved, his name is Joseph 
Irby. I'm saying it's I-R-B-Y, so I'm saying it's Irby. Irby sounds good. Her name is Courtney Irby. Mr. Irby is 35. Miss Irby is 32. Oh, well, that states everything. Okay, so what happened was that they are going through a divorce. Right. Um, I They are living in separate locations. Okay. There was an altercation at the courthouse. I don't know. And they, this was after a, a divorce hearing, some type of hearing. Okay. And the allegation against Mr. Irby is that he rammed her car while she was on the phone to the local police. Now, he was stopped. They arrested him for domestic violence and placed right. him in jail. Okay, well, as it should be. And that that's the way it should be. And, you know, and I, I'm saying he is a, it's an alleged offense because... I'm okay with you that. Know, everybody is innocent. And, I mean, you know, it is innocent until proven guilty, even yeah, though in today's sure. society it seems to be reversed. Facts. But, you know, and she filed for a, a temporary protection order that was granted by a judge. Okay. And that's the way that should be done. All right. Perfect. All right. So guy put his hands on girls, got a little slap happy, man goes to jail. Yes. That's how it goes yeah, in actually, the world. I think he hit her with a – the, the allegation is he, he rammed her car, but same difference. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't be that. So he's booked I'll in jail. So what she does is she goes to his apartment. Right. Um, the same day. Yep. Breaks into the apartment. Now, oh, it's, not, it's not clear if she kicked the door in or whatever. The, the way the police report reads or the way it reads is that she broke into the house. Right. Now, this is his residence. She doesn't live there. has nothing there. At that time, she searched through his house. Right. Finds his, his guns. Takes them home. The next day, she goes to the Lakeland Police Department. Ah, shit. And turns the guns in. To the officer there, and her quote was, he wasn't going to ever turn them in anyway, so I went and got them. Oh, well, that's horseshit. And the police, get to the do police that. officer asked her, and the question was asked by the police officer. Um, I want to make sure I quote this correctly. I mean, you don't get to just sit there and break into somebody's house. So, yeah. So, and the officer asked her if she had permission to enter his apartment. Hell no. And she said no. Damn At that point, the, the officer called, got a hold of Mr. Irby and asked him, you know, hey, does she have permission? Do you want to press charges? He says yes. At which time she was arrested for, and just so you know it, for those listening, there are there is such a thing in Florida called armed burglary, which means if you get a, get a weapon during the commission of a burglary, it's an additional crime, so... Been there for go, three to four days. Don't break, don't break in anybody's uh, house <laughs> and grab a gun. Um, but she was charged with burglary, an armed burglary. She was hmm. arrested, and Good. They, they just released her, and she did six days in the county jail. Now, my point contention is this: couldn't yeah. happen to a nicer person. Well, no, my point contention is is this: you know, two wrongs do not make a right. Have you not been watching national news, people? Come on. Um, but in the meantime, right? Uh, State Representative Anna Vasky, and I'm going to butcher this name, Escamini? 
who is a Democrat from Orlando, um, has immediately got on the bandwagon saying that, you know, she's a poor victim. She should not have been charged. How dare they charge her because she's afraid for her life. Oh, come on. Also tweeting is the state's attorney right. for St. Petersburg who stated that they stand behind the victim and that his rights were taken away and that she had a right. Now, my question to the state's attorney is, first is, I'm incensed that a state's attorney would actually do this because the state's attorney should know better. I mean, you know, a crime is a crime. Yeah. I mean, you you can't condone criminal activity. You're not allowed to go into somebody else's house if you're not a resident there. The door could be wide fucking open, people. The minute you step past that threshold of the doorway, you have officially trespassed. The next thing about it is is that the gentleman was never released from jail yet, so we don't ever know if he was going to turn the guns in or not. Yeah. She kept saying, he's not going to do it. We, you know, well, how do you know that? And we can't play what-if games. Nah, it's what you can prove. It's not what you think. But now, you know, you've got this big push. Now, I understand that domestic violence and guns, and, and of course, I've read studies about, you know. <laughs> don't put your hands on ladies and be getting all handsy with people, all well, right? It's never going to end well. Promise. There, there's all kinds of studies out there that state that, you know, um, guns in homes cause more domestic violence cases. There's a chance that there's a, and that, that and I, I'll agree with that. There, there's a definitely possibility of correlation to that. Okay, but... Are these proven statistical yes. numbers? Yes. If the guns were in the house and the people reside in the same house. Okay. Not if they live somewhere else. So my now, question to you is, which is something you know to kind of tuck in the back of the mind, if based on that, are men more sexist today than they were back in the days before women had the right to vote? And is there this overwhelming stigma of well, if a chick beats my ass, I'm not telling a damn soul. Well, of course. Um, most of but everybody's violence, equal. Most domestic violence cases, through all the statistics I've been told. I've been punched by a girl. Some of them all, chicks have got a nasty left hook. Trained, told about, you know, 90% of all domestic violence incidents are, are done by men. And I have a hard time believing those stats because... Oh, as do I. I mean... Mm. That, that, that's kind of a hard one for me to buy. I mean, now 75, 25, yeah. shit, maybe even freaking like 65, 35. I believe that. But yeah, 90, 10, come on. 90, 10, yeah. If you're, in the, no if, if you're in the, you know, and I've always said that those statistics have to be a little skewed because there's got to be something that's not being reported. Obviously. And most men do not report domestic violence incidents. Somebody give me Jane Castor on the phone. This is the, that, 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 the new mayor of uh, Tampa. Somebody get me this lady on the phone, or get me Pam Bondi. Some some voice of reason's got to step up and say, "Look, you can't be in fear if you don't have direct contact." And guess what? The dude was locked up. Tell me where the direct contact is. Tell me where the threat is. The threat has been neutralized. The threat is non-existent. Well, that's one of the that's one of the criteria that state attorneys' offices have always used here. Thank you know, you. If there's not a direct threat. Then how can you even be in fear for your how life? How can you be in fear? Well, you know where he is. I mean, and, and some of the things that people don't understand, and, and you know, I'm not going to say this happens correctly because, but, I mean, I know they're supposed to, to tell her that he's been released. You can request that information. The minute they're released, you're allowed to request that he's been, he's been released. So They'll let's tell say you when he's been released. I mean, there's a lot in there. All right, so let's say hypothetically that somebody's living in another, you know, shit, we'll say county or state, 
and I make a threat on their life saying that I'm going to kill you, all right, hyperbole, all right, please don't take me on my word, I'm really not going to kill anybody, um, then when does that when does that part where likelihood the ability to carry out finally come into play? If I'm in another state, like when you go to Alabama and you say, Johnny, I'm going to come down there and I'm going to kill you. The likelihood of that is not very likely because you're in another state. If if you were behind bars and you called me up and told me the same thing, the likelihood of you being able to follow through with that is not very high because you're behind bars. Yes, most 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 agencies. I'm not going to say all. Most agencies, especially if you're 12 hours away, um, are going to tell you that you know if they have further contact or you know they're closer than call us. Yeah. I mean, you know, because the thing that happens is, and this is what some of the stuff that gets lost in translation a little bit. Sure. And I've always said this. Right. Um, people, how many times have you been in traffic? Not the much. guy cuts you off. Pricks. And you threaten. I'm going to go snatch him out of the car and beat the out of him. Or, you know, I'm going to go kill him. Every person I've ever been on the <laughs> phone with who's been driving while talking to me. They've yeah. all said that crap. You know, everybody I've, you know, I, you know, Man, I should go whip the hell. We're all guilty of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you have to be careful how far you take things. Now, like I said, I don't condone the domestic violence part of it. I don't know if the guy's guilty or innocent. I'm not going to condone it. He was arrested for it. Does it sound good? Probably going to find out there's there's a history there, and I'm not sure what the history is. Like I said, my contention was is that everybody jumped on this bandwagon so quick. Sure. Without going, well, wait a minute, she committed a crime, too. It's not like they were living together and she got the guns and turned them into the police. Exactly. She went and broke into another residence and got that. And that's where... Good for the goose is good for the gander. gander. Correct. And that is what I was speaking about at the top of the hour with the disgusting (laughs) double standard. um, I believe High C calls it female privilege, which that's totally a real thing totally a real thing um but why is it when domestic violence hits guy is always going to be the um the accelerator the initiator the one who starts it i look at it like this and i don't give a damn who records me okay you hit me twice that's fine the third one there's not going to be a third one okay ain't nobody above an ass whooping all right. If you ball up your fist and you punch me, I don't care if you're a woman. You get the first two for free. The set, the third one, shit. You you gonna have to make a case. But no, I mean, yeah, there, there, yeah there, there's a lot of cases out there. I mean, oh, I believe it. Yeah, I, I've yeah, we, we've all worked cases, especially sure. law enforcement officers. I mean, my one of my favorite ones that I had happen was. Uh, Woman, husband and all, husband and wife get into an argument. Uh, Typical. He says, "Hey, I'm not going. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to fight." He walks into the other room. Uh, she gets up and follows him in the other room. Continues the argument. He's like, "Listen, I don't want to fight with you anymore. We need to cool off. I want to go to another place." He walks into another room, locks the door. All right, so he's clearly trying typical, to step away from the typical, situation. Typical situation. Yeah. Um, she kicks the door in to continue the argument. 
Oh, well, that seems like a classy individual. Sheesh. Um, he tried to say, listen, I don't want to be here. He tries to walk out. She lo- she blocks the door, don't let him out. Um, it finally escalates where they finally get into. And what he did is he, he actually put his hands on her shoulders. Right. Turned her and walked out the door. Now, he like, didn't strike like her. Physically, he didn't, like, put her hands on put her. Put his hands said, on her shoulders. And said, if you're pushed, not moving, I'm going to move her, you. Pushed her out of the way and walked out. Was it a shove? Was it a... Well, enough to move her. I mean, I'm not going to say that he didn't shove her. I mean, you know, whatever, whatever, it, how much force it took him to get her out of the doorway. Now, that could be without, without hurting her and walk out. Sure. <laughs> okay. And she's screaming and yelling that he's hit her and it's domestic violence. Oh, snap. And those cases happen a lot of times, and people never hear about those. So my question to the listeners would be, who's wrong? I would certainly assume anybody anybody who doesn't follow a simple moral and ethical value, all right, you can't sit there and you can't try to escalate something. Sometimes you have to be okay with just letting sleeping dogs lie. If things are getting heated, nobody knows their reaction better to a particular situation except the person who's getting angry. Right. So if they're saying, hey, give me a minute, you know, I'm, I'm walking away, nine times out of ten, that doesn't mean that they're – Removing themselves from you. Okay, so don't take it as a personal shot, princess. All right? They're taking it as, if I don't go sit down and cool off from this, I'm going to say something I don't mean, and it's going to continue to get worse. Because I've never seen people continue to argue and the situation get better. Right. I've never seen it because it's not a real thing. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you always kind of have to keep that in mind. (sighs) Ridiculous. And going back into like the last five minutes, teacher gets arrested for having sex with a student. Imagine that. That's always something that happens. Shout out Deborah LaFay. <laughs> and of all places, Braden. <laughs> See, now that shit don't surprise me a least bit. It would be even weirder if it was... You know, like, not in a place like Bradenton. You see, now, shit like that never happened to me in Sarasota. Why? Because we always had ugly-ass uh, teachers, so we didn't really come on to any of them. But, again, <laughs> as much as people hate to acknowledge it, there is a double standard in the world. Women get held to a certain to a certain standard and accountability, hence why things like rape and domestic violence are usually put out in the forefront by women. Why? Because guys don't want that stigma of a girl beat him up or a girl... A girl hit me. A girl slapped me. Yeah, a girl grabbed him by the genitals and said, this is happening one way or another. Take your pick. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there are some actual men out there who are manly men, and they don't want to have their manhood stripped from them or uh, taken advantage of. Take it how you will. Oh, they're more embarrassed because they're fr- about telling their friends what happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, in case you don't know any of my friends, people like Touchy and Zach and Dad from the Mad Titans, yeah, I'd never let, I would never live that down. 
they would they would be bringing it up on a daily basis if I got beat up by a chick. Wouldn't matter. They'd be like, "Oh, Johnny ain't shit." <laughs> but perhaps one day we will bridge that gap. But uh, we got a few minutes left. Uh, got any shout outs or anything? I shout out to you. Oh, well, shout out to me. Fair enough. We'll, we'll do offset press. Oh yes, 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 yes. We will do. Um, let's see. Alpha Wolf Beer Ball. We yeah, do, we we do, we, do, we do like Dad's product. We do like uh, the Beard Wolf uh, oil. Yes, yes. <laughs> that um, I shout forget. out to everybody that's been watching. Yeah, awesome Thank show. Watching. Thank you for all yeah, the interaction. Yeah, it's been video. awesome. Please don't be afraid to call in. We would love to hear from you. I mean, we want shout to... out to Kevin, Ralph, all of the yes. boys who watched. Awesome, Glenn. Glenn. Thank you. Awesome, man. It it has been a great show. Uh, yeah, this is kind of like the calm before the storm because next weekend you get the Fourth of July, you got the Asheville Grand Prix, you've got all that other shit. It's gonna be hectic. Oh yes, it's going to be hectic. It's gonna yes. be hectic. And the way the weather is right now, we are going to be melted. <laughs> yes, there will not be very many days where I take my bike, that's for sure. Don't mind telling you. Yeah, you can't stand in the parking lot 10 minutes without trying to yell. Oh, back. yeah. Ooh, that's <laughs> gross. But we will be back here Friday um, right here on STLR. We will be. Uh, I do like the conceptual theory idea like we did today with the pedophiles and born that way and all that other stuff. Don't forget. So many great, so much great programming here on STLR. You can get Monday through Friday, the Morning Wood with my boy High C and company. Um, and then, if you guys are sports fanatics, which I know a lot of our people are, there's uh, the Buck That podcast dedicated to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is always good tomorrow night. We got the Mad Titans of Radio. I know those guys. And uh, Cha Cha's yeah. Cannabis Corner. And it's there's always something here at STLR. But you know me. You know me as that D-O-double-G, but known simply as Johnny Christ, you see. With my man, Tommy D. Y'all have a good day. We and a good week. And we will be back Friday. Later, guys. Peace.